We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friends and lovely listeners. So happy to be hanging out with you here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. Yes, indeed, relationships can be confusing and complicated. And if you grew up hearing negative messages or have unprocessed pain from your past, it's so easy for boundaries to blur in your close relationships. And then the negative projections and chaos will certainly ensue. In the movie Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise's character utters this famous quote to Renee Zellweger, you complete me, which absolutely melts our hearts and sounds so very romantic. But as romantic as this notion is, it is also the recipe for a codependent relationship and the eventual demise of partnership. So many of us have had a dream that there's someone special in the world that's going to come along and save us or finally make us feel important, complete, valuable, and loved. But one thing I know for sure is those qualities and experiences are not an outside job, but rather an inside job. Often when people come to me for couples counseling, I tell them I need to work with them individually to get them on solid, stable, and loving ground within so they can eventually, easily, naturally, and gracefully take greater responsibility and begin to communicate more effectively and respectfully with their partner. A a visual image that comes to mind for me as I contemplate a healthy relationship is kind of like the MasterCard symbol, which has two circles overlapping, but still has clear boundaries that separate each circle. I love the saying, be really whole and all things will come to you. But how can we do that? How can we heal those negative, negative limiting beliefs that keep us feeling bad about ourselves, make us feel powerless, and keep us looking outside of ourselves for salvation, safety, love, and our happily ever after. How can we become more complete, more healed, and more whole? That is a compelling subject we are going to be contemplating and discussing today. I'm so honored to have Tina Konkin on the show. Tina Konkin is a relationship expert and founding director of the Relationship Boot Camp and Couples Retreat. Tina was featured in an episode of Gene Simmons Family Jewels with Gene Simmons and Shannon Tweed to help them with the crisis in their relationship and actually got them ready for marriage after 26 years. Tina has worked with children, youth, and adults and strongly believes that adults with low self-esteem or lack of confidence are only children with unresolved issues. Tina has a strong belief that in order for anyone to be truly successful, they must move out of the victim role into a place of knowing who they are at the deepest level. Her years of experience have made her not only an expert, but also a sought-after public speaker and facilitator. So, Tina, I'm so excited to be having this conversation with you today. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Tammy. Well, this is one of my favorite subjects in the whole world, and I have watched a lot of your uh, YouTube videos and listened to your teachings, and I love 
your wisdom. And I so agree with the way you teach and communicate about this very important subject. Tammy, you really um, touched my heart just in your opening statements about your passion uh, for people being whole inside. And I have been doing, you know, we started out, I started out as a counselor, and I just found that I was not hitting home runs. And I, you know, you'd get a couple together and you'd start working on their communication. And, you know, and then I remember years, this goes back 20 years, telling a woman looking at me and says, if one more counselor tells him to help me with the dishes, I am going to explode. <laughs> right? And I went, okay, she's giving us a message here. It's you not know, about the dishes, it, is it? <laughs> it's not about the dishes, you know. And then the breakup movie came out with uh, Jennifer Aniston, you know, and, and Jim Vaughn. And she finally flips out. And when she flips out, I remember that woman in my counseling office going, it's not about the dishes, which is what Jennifer Aniston screams out. It's not about the dishes, you know. But we're trying to fix the dishes. You know, we're trying to fix how you load the dishwasher because that bugs me too. And, and so they talk about communication or they talk about how you don't complete me. <laughs> yeah, I love that because I'm yes. thinking, oh, what a farce, you know, we get from well, we Hollywood. Grow- you complete yeah, me. We, we grow up hearing that. We grow up reading these fairy tales and we really think that someone special's out there, that Prince Charming or that princess that we're going to rescue and we're going to, it's like two one-legged people getting together. You're going to help me and I'm going to help you and we're going to live happily ever after. But that's not the strongest foundation for a healthy relationship, is it? No, it's not. And that's why, you know, um, I mean, if Hollywood had the answers, uh, they wouldn't be at over 75, 80% divorce rate, okay? So obviously that's Hollywood, and we have all want to hear there's a hero out there or there's my Prince Charming out there, and those are great when we're playing make-believe as children, and I believe we can live the happily ever after. I do, but it starts with me. I have to be happy mm-hmm. inside of me, not waiting for for some outside source. Now, having said that, we are relational beings, you know, so we do need people in our lives. We do need relationships, but you only attract to yourself what you have inside of you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm unhealthy and full of anger, like that was my issue. I was full of anger. And anger was my friend as a child because anger protected me as a child. Mm-hmm. as I was, you know, a child of abuse. So I'd had sexual abuse in, in, in the immediate circle of family and friends. And so anger became a real friend to me because if I could get angry, it kept things away or it kept things at bay. So I brought that into my relationships, my close relationships. And unfortunately, I brought it into my marriage and I brought mm-hmm. it into my parenting. Mm. So what do I attract to myself in relationships is more anger. It's so That's- true, but so often we we meet somebody and, and for a while we're distracted from our pain or our uncomfortable emotions. And then when they return, sometimes we want to point our finger at that other person and think maybe we just need to replace that person. But then we bring our stuff with us. You shared with me an interesting statistic about divorce. How, you know, it's 50%, but then you'd mentioned that second marriages have even a higher 
rate of divorce, like 75 or 80 percent. Yes. So replacing that person isn't going to be the ultimate answer. It's about healing our unresolved issues. Exactly. Exactly. And one thing, you know, when, especially in the line of work we do, we often, you know, in the relationship boot camps, over and over and over again, we'll have second, third, fourth marriages and we're going, okay, is there a common denominator going on here? Could, could that be a possibility? You know, well, I thought I chose differently this time. Well, no, not really. You know, and, and you find out as you begin, as people start searching their own hearts, they say, okay, how is that not the same thing? And I'm back in the same, you know, I always say different day, same crap, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's a different person, same face, a different face, same person that you've just gotten into relationship with again. Why? Because that is what we're attracting to ourselves, that law of attraction that is so real. And until I begin to look at myself inside and become whole so that I complete myself first, that way when I'm giving myself to a relationship, I'm giving a healthy, complete me. Yes. And something You mentioned I really the MasterCard. Yes, like the MasterCard. Be really yeah. whole. And then you can yeah. overlap and, and still have boundaries within the context. Because if you're not on whole, if you're not whole, if you're not on the stable, loving ground, you start to become a mesh. You turn into like a bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's blurry and you're projecting and you're hurting and you're thinking the other person's hurting you. And something I love that you talk about and you teach, I saw this video on YouTube and we talked about this a little bit earlier, is the rocks. The rocks mm-hmm. that we carry around maybe in our backpack that are our wounds, there are hurts, there are unresolved issues. Can you talk a little bit about that concept? Yes. You know, I imagine this because as a child, it was like I carried this heavy weight on my back. I I grew up in a traditional Christian home. And I remember years ago, there was this book that came out and it was called The Pilgrim's Progress, right? And along the way of life, you pick up these things that are not good for you. And I started, I I don't know how many years later I got into counseling because of that, because I saw hurting children as myself. And that's why I got into this line of work, was really for kids. And I saw myself as a child picking up, like, with this big pack on my back. And I would pick up these rocks along my path, and my pack would get heavier, and I would become more hunchbacked. And I started realizing that I took the bag off my back, and I said, I need to see what I'm carrying. And I started identifying my rocks, and I was carrying the rejection. I was carrying the abandonment when I was, you know, when my parents decided I was born in Belgium as my history. And so they brought me to Canada, and I lost my grandparents. So all of a sudden, this big boulder of loss, you know, and coming to a place where you don't know anybody. Then there was a language barrier. So then I carried the embarrassment of being laughed at because I couldn't speak English as an eight-year-old little girl, you know, and then I carried the rejection of other children, you know, and pretty soon I started, then I, 
death happened and I lost a boyfriend when I was 20 years old to cancer and, and it just kept getting heavier and heavier and realizing that my fear, which was the biggest one, because my fear controlled it all, controlled the rejection, controlled the abandonment, controlled the loneliness in my heart because I wasn't accepted. So I was bullied in school and those are the rocks and I began to identify them and how did I deal with them? Well, I started dealing with being molested as a child with anger. I started dealing with um, the, the rock of rejection. I started dealing with that by closing off my heart and building walls around my heart mm-hmm. so that even in my marriage, my husband was only allowed to come into my heart so far. Mm-hmm. That was it. The minute he tried to cross that, because to me, I would... Prior to my husband, I'd lost someone. And so to me, life was always going to um, hit you in a way that you would lose. Whenever someone loved you or you loved someone else, they would disappear or die, or they'd leave, or I'd leave. Right? Mm-hmm. So those were the rocks, but then what did I do with them? And until I was married, I didn't know I had to do anything with them. Until I got into a deep relationship where he wanted in. And I wasn't letting him in. And now we were having problems. Mm. So, so that's sort of like the point. Yes. What I'm hearing is that you kind of, and I think we all do this, establish scar tissue around our pain and may not even be aware of it. Exactly. Until exactly. crisis shows up. Mm-hmm. Right. And when the crisis shows up, like when my husband wanted to go that level deeper, see what I'd, what I'd created as a child and then as a young adult when the man died in my life that I loved, what I'd created was this thing, nobody is ever going to hurt me like that again. I can't afford it. I've got to survive. Mm-hmm. So when my husband went to go to that place in my heart, I just went, no, what if you die? Or what if you leave for another woman? Then I'll be devastated. I've got to survive. See, life for me was about survival. Mm. Not and there was realizing, an association of pain and love. They were right. somehow married in your experience. Right. Mm. You know, and we could love, and we could be good parents, and we were good, but when he wanted that deeper intimacy, when he wanted into my heart, right away that wall comes up. And you don't even know it's coming up until right. somebody's trying to knock it down. And that's, and that's what happens in relationships, is that in relationships we're carrying our rocks, which are our wounds, which are our walls, which are defense mechanisms, you know, for some it's addiction. That's what helps them survive. It's whatever helps you survive from the pain that you've experienced possibly as a child or as an adolescent. So looking back and saying, where did I pick up this anger? Where did I pick up this addiction? Where did, where did that all start? What's the root? Because when we get to the root, instead of just using, you know, my husband calls it one of those weed whackers. If you're just whacking the weed at the top, you're going to have to do it again, you know, because you're not actually, you're not going to the root. Yes. Well, he grew up on a farm, so he knows about that. Yes. You want to get rid of something. You pull it up by the roots. That's right. You know, and often, and that's where I found myself as a counselor trying to fix the immediate issue, which is maybe the communication, you know, or maybe he doesn't understand well, what is he not understanding? What is she not understanding? And then going back to saying, is there safety? Why did communication break down? 
Why did intimacy break down? You know, and as I started researching our hearts, starting with myself, because for me, before it ever came up in my marriage, it came up in my parenting. I have a a 30-year-old daughter. I'm not allowed to say she's 30 because she's still got one week before she's 30. (laughs) But she's going to be 30 on the 30th of September, so maybe a little more than a week. And when she was eight years old, I began to reject her. Now, understand that I wanted her. I planned her. I begged my husband to get me pregnant because he wanted to wait a little longer. And yet, by the time she was eight... It was like I woke up one morning and I thought, I don't have the same love for her anymore. And as a matter of fact, I love my son more than I love her. And to live with that shame that was in my heart and not able to tell anyone. But you see, the heart does what it's going to do. And no matter how much I tried to hide it, no matter how much I tried to work around it, it wasn't going away. And I didn't hate her. I just rejected her. I didn't, I couldn't do what a mother does for a child. And I'm really honest with my story because I'm not the only one. When I have shared that in front of thousands and in front of hundreds of people when on stage, do you know how many women come to me and said, I thought I was the only one that loved one child more than another or favored one child Mm -hmm. more than another, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to face that, and that was the demon I had to face. That was the biggest one of all, because I thought I already had a counseling background by then. I knew the damage. I also was a damaged child, so I knew that rejection was one of the, I don't know, there's a lot of things you can get over, but being rejected by your mom is one of the most difficult, because that's your foundation. Yes. You know, if if your mother doesn't want you, who, who could possibly ever want you? Well, something that's interesting, because I know a little bit about your backstory, how we pay the pain forward. It's like Mm -hmm. you were rejected from your mother, and as much as you consciously didn't want that to be your reality, that ended up being what you uh, did with your daughter. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. But you see, the, the, the irony of this was, is that my mom at least had good reason I had none, and so it's like you said, you pay it forward because I never healed from my own sense, my own feeling of rejection. My mom got pregnant at 16, and she'd just gotten married, and I didn't want children. They'd gotten into a lot of debt when they first got married, and also she was running, she was a runaway, I call her a runaway bride because she was, since the age of 11, had been raising her mother's children so her mother could go to work because her dad was at war. Okay, well, that all sounds, you know, I was only rejected because I was born, I was, she got pregnant at the wrong time. Okay, Mm. so I could work through that, but the heart doesn't work through that. The child was still rejected. I still knew I should have never been born. I knew that. That's it a wasn't deep a rock. secret it's a in big my boulder. Yes. Right, but now but now I'm passing it forward. How can I reject a child? I didn't I wasn't a runaway bride. I was 25 when I had her. I wasn't a runaway bride. You know, I didn't have the reasons to I wanted her. So what just happened? And that is what in relationships why we have 
such a high success rate because we get people to go back to the root. Because eventually this ugly monster that you try to, how do you say, suppress it? You try ignore to it, suppress deny it, bury ignore it, it. <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? You've, you've actually had a graveyard service, never yes. to come out again, you know, and then all of a sudden it haunts you somehow. And that's mm-hmm. the reason, because it's unresolved. You can't bury stuff. It eventually will raise its ugly head up again, right? And so when I rejected my daughter, it wasn't her. Then this is where I went to the Dr. Phil program, uh, his partner actually came to Vancouver where we were living and I attended the five-day program because counts, I tried to go for counseling trying to figure this thing out. I said, how does a mother reject her daughter? You know, and the minute the counselor said, well, let's deal with your past and your childhood. And I'm going, no, 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 no. That has been taken care of, you know, and, <laughs> and I, I was totally just very protective of that. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to talk about it. I'd grown up with pain. I'd moved past it. Yes. I thought I'd moved past mm-hmm. it. And that's what we're finding. your life from behind the scenes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I walked out. You know, he tried to help me and I walked out. I said no. And then this program came along and my sister actually is the one that made me aware of it and said, Tina, you need help. This kid now knows. He can't hide it anymore. This kid knows. She's come to me. She was nine years old now. She went to my sister and she said, why does my mommy love my brother more than me? I just went, oh, God. Because you've got to understand, I did try to hide it. Okay. But the heart is way bigger than whatever we can do to hide what's really going on. And so, you know, for your listeners and for people coming, this is what I want to tell them. Look at your own heart and look at what has been unresolved, what has, what wounds Though you don't believe they affect you anymore, but if you were to examine yourself and you were to examine your relationships, is that part of the root? Mm. That's what's so significant. Not, what's not going well. So significant. Mm. And I think such a deep healing occurs when we bring our own compassion and love to those mm. places inside that are hurting and, and so and often we often don't, we don't look at have. The hurt. Say yeah. it again. I said often, Tammy, we don't have that compassion for ourselves. Yes. That's you know, true. when I looked that's at my natural. little, mm-hmm. yeah, when I looked at my little girl that was eight, you know, at the time I started rejecting her, the compassion was just when my sister came and told me that she knew I, my compassion, like it ripped my heart out, but I didn't know how to change it. And that's when I discovered, and I'm so thankful for my own experience because I have people sitting in front of us all the time as they come through our our intensive, our our four-day intensives. They look, they say, we know we just don't know how to fix it. We know we don't communicate. We know that our kids are suffering. We know that, but we can't live in this hell anymore, right? Because won't the kids be better off? Mm Mm-hmm instead of watching all this fighting, and I'm going, but what about if we deal with the root of the fighting? We've tried. you know how many hours we spent? And, and it's because no one takes them back. And that's why I'm so happy in your introduction that that's the one thing you recognize is get whole inside. Look at what's broken inside of me first. Mm-hmm. Because then... We've got, you know, I, I tell people sometimes divorce is the answer. 
but make the decision for my healthy place. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because right? otherwise you're going to take your trauma with you and, and again, like what we had mentioned early, likely recreate it. Right. I mean, it, it's just amazing how when people start, because you try not and you don't even know that anything from your past, you, you might know some of the trauma you've had and, you know, you can understand some of the things that went on, but most of us don't even look at the little memories of maybe, you know, you weren't chosen for the baseball team or you were the last one chosen. You know, yeah, there's all kinds of things lurking in our subconscious mind, and, and we're not going to necessarily consciously remember everything. We might be able to no. tap into and certain that, And memories. that's why, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why when we really go into our hearts and start seeking, you know, we do an exercise um, that is so powerful because it, it seems so innocent. We, just, we call it your life story, and it's really a timeline of your life. And we just say, you know, remember some of the, maybe the little wounds, and some of the big wounds, maybe some of the little triggers that, you know, maybe a teacher said something and it hurt you or made fun of you or just the smallest things that right now as an adult has no significance to you. It's, well, life happens, you know, you're a kid and kids are mean. And, you know, we've got all these um, sayings, you know, that, that we just put it off with. But we tell them, look, take 10 minutes, just write down all those rocks, those potential rocks that could have hurt you, even though as an adult they're insignificant because we can make sense of it. And then write down your joys and your highs. And they do this timeline, and it's amazing as they look back and say, I hadn't even remembered that. But yet that little, you know, that one time they were embarrassed in school when, you know how many times I've heard there's a job offer I won't even go for in case I don't get picked. Mm-hmm. So it's that better that I don't even, yeah. yeah, it's better that I don't even go in the lineup. And set yourself up for that rejection and pain because you have a right. foundation of it. The foundation's cracked. Well, Tina, yeah. I'm excited to talk more about this. And for my listeners, Tina's involved in the California Women's Conference, and she's going to be giving away tickets to that, which is very generous, in addition to a free tuition for her relationship boot camp. So we're going to talk more about what is involved there and how you can get some of this really wonderful free stuff that she's offering. So stick around for some really wonderful wisdom and some wonderful free offers and and generous gifts from Tina Konkin. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Maya Miguel Challenge. Meet Maya and the gang. Oh, hi, I'm Maya. Maya and her friends want you to get up and play because it's always more fun to be active. There's mountain biking, boating and fishing, mountain climbing and spelunking. (laughs) Let's get started. Get ready to take the Maya and Miguel Challenge. Let's see. Just go to letsmove.gov and look for Maya and Miguel. You'll find tons of fun activities that'll help keep you healthy and active. Muy activo. You can also check out healthy recipes to try with your family, play cool games, and get free downloads. So come hang out with Maya, Miguel, and the whole gang. Goal! Remember, whether you play sports, run, dance, or jump in place, just get up and play at least an hour a day. And don't forget, eat healthy to be your best. Maya and Miguel will show you how at letsmove.gov. That's letsmove.gov. A message from the Ag Council and the Department of Health and Human Services. 
Hey, parents, finding it hard to communicate with kids in today's world of ever-changing slang? Hi, son. Excuse me? Introducing the Communicizer. Just strap non-toxic Communicizer to your mouth and go from boring old man speak. Oh, you know, I'm here if you want to talk. To 100% off the chain. Text me whenever, yo. It's that easy. Thanks to Communicizer, I'm relevant to my kids again. I mean... A fly, boo. And now when you buy Communicizer, you get the auto-tune attachment free. Sounds so hip-hop, your kids will want to talk to you for hours. I used to have to walk three miles uphill to school every morning, short day. I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Communicizer is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Have you ever lost a cat? And have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? I'm Andrew Hoffman. I invented the lost cat magnet. Just turn it on and lost cats stick to it. Just listen to one satisfied cat. That's proof. You should invent stuff too. But remember, don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Empower Radio. Now back to Journey to Center with Dr. Tammy Belashevsky. Hello, you beautiful people. So happy to be spending this time with you and my new good friend, Tina Konkin. Tina, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I feel like we're birds of a feather. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I am feeling that too. We're coming from the same place and that is a whole heart. Yes, absolutely. That solid ground of self-love. So I am excited about knowing more about your boot camp. This sounds very interesting to me. And um, you don't necessarily have to be in a relationship to participate in this, do you? No, you don't. No. So so it sounds like, and I want to know more details about how this works, but it sounds like this is an opportunity for people to really show up and dig in and pull those beliefs up by the roots and pull out those big rocks out of their backpack. Is that accurate? That's totally accurate. The uh, relationship boot camp is about starting with a relationship with yourself and being healthy yourself so that, you know, when you do have relationships, not only in a uh, marriage, but you have relationships with children or relationship with friends or relationships at work, you know that you are healthy so that your relationships can be built from that place. And so the relationship boot camp is for couples during the day. We do Thursday, Friday, which is couples only. And then Thursday night, Friday night, all day Saturday and Sunday is individual. So everybody becomes an individual at um, six o'clock Thursday night. And we do that because as individuals, then we start looking at those roots we were talking about just a little bit earlier before the commercial break. We were talking about you know, where are the issues coming up for me? Where did they come from? And how can I break that, that pay-it-forward chain that we seem to have adopted as children from past generations? How can I break that generational? And that's what we look at as individuals rather than as couples. And that's why it's for everybody. This is what uh, Gene Simmons and Shannon Tweed participated in, isn't it? Okay. 
Now, they participated in what we call our couples retreat, and that is totally just for couples. And that is sort of the high-end people who want more of a, we only take four to eight couples at the most. There were four couples at Gene Simmons um, Couples Retreat. And that's the more intimate where we use the beautiful resorts or private homes. As a matter of fact, we used Shannon's home uh, two weeks ago up in Whistler, Canada, and as a private retreat. And we had four couples there and just just have the ambiance of just a really secluded place. They each have their own trainer and coach, uh, each couple does. So that's more of a exclusive, but that's mm-hmm. what they attended, and boy, was it exciting. I love that. So whether you're a couple or whether you're an individual, Tina and her husband can support you in really doing this deep healing work that is going to create a really stable foundation for you to build not only great relationships, but an amazing life for yourself. So before we went to break, you had mentioned that um, you were going to give away a free tuition to your boot camp. So if people want to know more about either of these um, workshops or retreats that you offer, how would they find out about it? And how might they um, know more about this free tuition that you're offering? Okay. If they go to the website, it's relationship help centers, H-E-L-P, help centers with an S on the end, dot com, and then they would just call our office, and our office knows that as long as they say they heard this on the show with Tammy and Tina on the radio show, then that's all they need. You can say Journey to Center or Empower Radio or Tammy and Tina and uh, mention this free offer and get more information there. And something else I know that you're involved in that I uh, am excited to know more about is the California Women's Conference. You are on a panel there about relationships, right? Yes. Actually, my husband and I are hosting the panel and um, we have, I mean, I'm so excited. I am so excited because um, we just got a bunch of experts together and we said, you know what, let's give hope to this ever-increasing divorce rate and even broken down relationships between parents and children and, and, you know, not just couples, but just relationships are in trouble, just point blank across the board. And so we've got John Gray, you know, Mars and Venus. He's, he's mm-hmm. uh, one of our panelists. We've got Shannon Tweed, who after 28 years, I said to her, what made you, you know, call it then and say, okay. And she said, you know what, when we decided to have children, and this, I loved her answer because that gets right to my heart. She said, I'm old fashioned. When it comes to children, you give up your rights. And I was, you give up your rights to be selfish. That's what I loved when she said that. Mm-hmm. You give up your right to be selfish. They did not ask to come into this world. She goes, now I'd raised them. They were in college, and it was time that Gene and I made a decision. You know, up until that time, she knew marriage wasn't in his cards, and now she wanted to do the second half of her life either with him as his wife or not with him, and she mm-hmm. wanted a relationship that was based mm-hmm. on value you know, and values and not other women involved. So uh, he had a hard time with that one, and that's how they ended up at the couples retreat. But she's part of the California Women's Conference uh, panel basically because I love her position on children. I love her position that when you have children, you make different decisions. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have... 
yeah, Mel Robbins, and we've got Tammy Hostentil, which is an awesome life coach, you know, helping women empower themselves for healthy relationships. So it's just going to be an awesome, I'm just excited, There's just the lineup is great, the panel's going to be great, and we're going to be answering some hard questions, some really hard questions. And so if people want to know more about this or take you up on your offer for a, a free ticket, again, how do they find out more about this? If they um, go to the California Women's Conference dot com, they can. Uh, now you know what I want to give away fifty free tickets today because I have, as a speaker, um, they've allotted me so many tickets. So for your show, Tammy, I'd like to give away fifty free tickets. So all they have to do is follow the instructions. If they will email us, then um, we can get them that free code. So they will have to email Jenny at RelationshipHelpCenters.com. Now is that J-E-N-N-Y? Yes. At Relationships Help Relationship, Center. Just, no, just Relationship Help, Help Centers. Centers. Dot com. Dot com. Yes, That's for the free Very ticket. generous of you. Very generous of you. That's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, I might be there uh, myself and, and uh, taking advantage of this, this wonderful educational experience too. So yeah. um, yes, absolutely. So if people are interested, go to Jenny or write to Jenny at relationshiphelpcenters.com. Yes. And she will send, just say, I need instructions. You know, also if they want to Facebook me, they're on there too. I can, I can, um, for the next, I think they said, you know what, it's better just to call Jenny because I don't know how long it'll be on my Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. But I've reserved 50 tickets. So, and what are the um, dates for this? It's actually yeah. September 23rd and 24th. So it's Sunday starting at 5, this coming Sunday starting at 5. And they've got awesome stuff happening with mother-daughters. And uh, they've got Disney on there. They've got a whole youth thing going on. I think it's called BU for youth, and it's all about youth uh, self-esteem and girls. And it's just, it, that was a surprise that just was um, announced. So, and th- those tickets are like $29 or something for kids. They've done a right. special thing for kids with their moms. So that they can also get at the CaliforniaWomensConference.com. So it starts Sunday at 5 and goes all the way to Monday, 7.30, I believe. So 23rd, 24th. Perfect. So, yes, I'm going to be doing But they're doing a whole youth segment with Disney Disney, um, stars and and the U. You know, I don't know much about the BU, but apparently they do a lot of work with young teens Mm -hmm. and self-esteem. Oh, I love this. This is really exciting. So that's really a great date for a mother-daughter, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Great date night. Amazing. I think, I mean, yeah. I would have loved that experience with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Flyer in from Vegas. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds really powerful. Real opportunity to go deeper, do deeper healing work, get, in, get on that solid ground within. And yeah. uh, it sounds like it could be absolutely transformational. I, you know what? From what I'm seeing right now, it's just amazing. Some of the people that are coming in and supporting this, they're having the dolphin tank. And do you know what that is? Oh, tell me more. Yes, I do know a little bit, but I want the people. Yeah, the dolphin um, tank. They've, I think they've this. picked five. Finally, came down to five or seven contestants that 
you know, women entrepreneurs that have got an idea and there's going to be people supporting that and, and funding them um, if they like their idea. So it's sort of like the shark tank, but the woman side, the dolphin tank, I love it. A kinder, gentler version of the shark tank. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I uh, just love to see what ideas are going to be presented and, and who's going to win that. But I think they're down to, they've picked five or seven contestants. So that's going to be on there and just exciting stuff. Some of the speakers, you know, that, that are going to be there, some of the comedians and some of the fun stuff. It's just going to be a powerful time for women to really get inspired. Yeah, I love that. So I'm very, very excited about uh, showing up for that event myself. Why do right. you think um, the relationship panel is such an important part of the California Women's Conference? I am so glad that they recognize, because in the past, you know, this conference has been going on for close to 20, 30 years, I believe. Wow. And okay. um, they've never had a relationship panel on, but Michelle Patterson, the CEO, just actually attended one of our boot camps and said it was one of the top three things she's ever done in her life. She said marriage, having children, and I would put that on my top three. I know, so Michelle. I was pretty amazed. Yes. Yeah, that's so amazing. So that's pretty powerful because she said what it did for her. Not, And she wasn't in trouble. We called them the happy couple. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I imagine most of the time people are in crisis by the time they show up at your boot camp or... You're yeah, right. You're right. So they were considered the happy couple. Why are they here? You know, but yet it did so much for her, for business, for other relations, for parenting. She said it was unreal, you know, just what it did for her. And she said, would you please consider, I know it's never been done before, but could we put on a relationship panel? And I'll tell you why it's so important, because our life is made up of relationship. Do you know that when there's trouble at home, in the workplace, especially if you're a woman that owns a business, and we take our emotions, men not as much, even though more and more mm-hmm. bosses and business owners are recognizing that sick days, stress days, non-productive days, you can usually track it back to what's mm-hmm. going on in the home front. Absolutely. They, they totally affect us. I do believe that is a foundation yes. and, and yes. it can infect our lives if it's not healthy. Exactly. And women, because this is a women's conference, our stats just show it so much more, so much more that women that are business owners or, or have you know, important positions or even just out in the workplace or even just raising children, if they're stay-at-home moms, when there's stress in the family, it affects every area of your being, every area of your, your life as you play it, you know? And so that is why she saw the importance of that. She goes, man, if we could just help women and empower them and inspire them to have healthy relationships by starting by being healthy women, imagine how much more the economy will boost yeah, that could like ripple out into all aspects of our lives and the world. Mm-hmm. So totally. I have a couple of really um, interesting questions for you. I think they're interesting, or at least I know your answers will be interesting. What is something that women do that they don't realize hurts their relationships? <laughs> that is a really good question. You're going to want a really smart answer, aren't you? Well, you know... I love this question, and I have no idea how you're going to respond to it, but it's something Harlan said I should ask you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, 
I believe that women don't hear. They don't listen. They don't hear. And I believe that women really are insensitive to men's feelings. We honestly believe they don't have feelings. Like That's we fascinating do. to me. You know, there's a lot of uh, information out there, books about how you don't ever ask a man how they feel because they're thinking beings. And my husband and I sat down and had this conversation. He goes, well, that's just perpetuating the, the pain and the dysfunction because yes. most little boys grew up hearing big boys don't cry. So mm-hmm. they disconnect from their feelings. But he goes, you're not doing us, uh, you're doing us a disservice by not inviting us to explore our feelings. Maybe you don't want to do it on a first or second date, but once a man right. feels safe, you know, right. they, they would like to be able to explore their feelings. So I think this is an interesting subject. Very yeah. interesting. Mm. It is because I think we discount in our own pain, mm-hmm. we discount. And of course, what a man will do when we're screaming and yelling or when we're withdrawing Okay, he doesn't know how to fix it. A man is built. One of my, actually, one of my panelists is, her name is Dr. Um, Caroline Leaf, and she's done a study of the brain, not only of a woman's brain and a man's brain, but actually how the brain works and, and how it affects us. And a man, which is true, that our brain is completely all the same. Men and women's brains are completely all the same, except for this little 10%. And I'm going to leave the expert to explain that. But basically what a man is built to do is fix. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if there's a problem, he's looking for a solution. So when you're screaming and yelling, which is what I used to do, or you withdraw, or you present a man with a problem, or you tell him that's what's wrong with him, or that's what's wrong with this relationship, or that's what's wrong with the kids, he's trying to compute how do I fix it. The minute he figures out he can't fix it because it's not going to be good enough anyway for you, then he walks. He has to withdraw Mm. because he's no longer needed. Mm. Right. So to be able to just simply understand that, with my husband now, when I talk to him, I will start by saying this, I don't want you to fix this. (laughs) I just need you to listen to me yell right now. And then right away, he takes a deep breath and he goes, okay, honey, go for it. You've got five <laughs> minutes. Just let it all out, you know, because all of a sudden it's not about him. This is how I release. I don't want him to fix it. And so many times uh, as women, we just, as he walks through the door, we're just like, you wouldn't believe what the kids did today. And you wouldn't believe what just, and do you even care? And he's going like, oh, dear God, what just. How do I like, fix this? And, how do yeah, I fix it? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, do you want me to take Bobby to the back of the, you know, and tie him up and tell him he can't get out of the room for a while, you know? And what do you want me to do? Like, he's looking for answers because That's he sees the stress that you're in. And all you're doing is, no, I just needed to tell you about it. What, what so, yeah, it's I almost do. like men are human doings where women tend to be more human beings. And, yes. and that's interesting because wow. sometimes I'll say, gosh, I wonder where I put this or that. And all of a sudden, my husband's on a mission to find it. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, you know, you gave me a project. Well, I didn't mean right. to. I just kind of was curious where I put my purse. <laughs> right. And is, the other thing it. is, too, is as women, and Dr. John Gray is the best at this, and I'm hoping he'll speak about it in the, at the conference, but I've adopted this from him. 
there's a chemical in us called oxytocin. Have you heard about that? Yes, I have. Okay, so you know that that is what they call now the love drug, but really that's a bonding, a, a bonding hormone that we produce. It's normally produced only in three ways. One in, in actually four, but one in um, childbe- childbirth, okay? The other is breastfeeding. And then the other, why they call it now a drug, a love drug, is because it's in that simple touch, in that getting each other excited. And once we get married, for some reason, or in a longer relationship, even not married, we don't tend to produce that anymore because we're not bonding anymore. So what can women do is the question you asked, right? Get the oxytocin going again. How do you do that? Hey, maybe the little black dress that you stopped wearing. You know, maybe the makeup and the perfume you used to put on. Mm. Maybe taking his hand while he's driving. Now, when there's problems, again, and you go back to the roots where there's resentment and there's anger and there's, then obviously the oxytocin's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? But deal with the roots and then get that going again because that's what we lose, that bonding. Interesting. That, yeah. You know, that the man was the hunter before he got you. He hunted you down. You know, he, he, they know how to do it. Why did they stop? So where are the men, when they were chasing us, they knew how to do it? Because chase is in the man, right? But what were we doing? We were also seducing. That's mm. the woman, right? That's we true. We, maybe, seducing? yeah, wearing the little black dress, putting on his yes. favorite cologne, maybe possibly yeah. making a romantic dinner Absolutely. Well, something I say all the time in working with my couples is just to lead with appreciation or, you know, before Mm -hmm. they go to bed at night, play, you know, what I appreciate about you, do it back and forth three times, what I appreciate or what I love about you. And, And that simple exercise, I've watched it transform relationships when you lead with gratitude and appreciation, Mm -hmm. which does keep a relationship fresh. Yeah, you know, and I think and, that's and, true in all of our relationships. Yes, and and you know what, you've just spoken my language because we, I, I, there was a research that was done, and it's called it the the book is called Couples Who Pray, and really it's a blessing, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what you've just described. You know, I was amazed when I read the they did a huge the university I think it was Philadelphia, don't quote me on that, but they can get it in the book, and they quote in there that couples who just take three minutes a day to bless each other, the divorce rate went from 50%. They followed these couples before they wrote the book to 3%. Mm, Just that simple act of saying, you know, um, and and it's not a religious thing as much as, you know what, I want to say a prayer of blessing over you. And it just builds that person right up. You know, it builds them. You're, you're telling them, you know, what I love about you, the, the character, this, and, and just knowing what you fell in love with and reminding yourself of that. But again, you know, all those things are great, but if there's deep-rooted bitterness inside of you or resentment or you're looking at each other in disdain or you're looking at each other in, in blame, then those techniques, like... All that didn't work for me when I was rejecting my daughter. 
Well, you were putting frosting on something that wasn't really healthy and delicious. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so that in and of itself isn't going to fix that deeper, deeper issue. Mm-hmm. And those are all the, what I call, you know, it's like going on a diet and you want to lose 10 pounds. The 10 pounds are easier to lose than to keep off. That's true. Right? So that's when we true. do our four-day intensives, that's easy for us because we know we're going to get to the root. And you're going to have this wow moment and you're going to get and say, oh, but then the maintenance. Right? That's when the life coaches come in and the, the counseling that you're talking about that you do and you, you help with couples. and But if if... That's maintenance. Like we yeah, all it's need. creating new habits. It's a lifestyle. It's like going to the yes. gym. You're going to need to do this for the rest right. of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can do this big diet of cleaning up or detoxing. You know, detox is huge right now. So you right. detox your body and then you go back to McDonald's for Bad the Bad habits. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. going to sustain. Right. Exactly. And I think with relationships, it's the same thing. Let's look at the root. Let's heal the root. And now let's build on healthy behaviors. Wow. This is really good stuff, Tina. So the California Women's Conference will give you a taste of all that. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm going to get that up on my Facebook immediately. And then um, what other websites? I know you had a couple of websites. You want to give those um, URLs to us once again? Yeah, the um, Marriage Help Centers. Dot com. Mm-hmm. We'll have all our courses on there. We have the couples retreat. We have the relationship boot camp. So they'll all be on the marriage help, uh, on the relationship help centers. And then um, for any information on the California Women's Conference, just go to the California Women's Conference dot com. Perfect. And, they can, and, and if they, and they want they, the tickets, Jenny at relationship help centers dot com. Spelled with yes, a J. Yeah, for the free J- tickets, and for sure. Free and tickets. she will send them, yes, and then she will send them an email with instructions of how to follow through and get the free tickets. That's so cool. That's so generous. Mm-hmm. Very, very unexpected. So I'm excited about uh, promoting that and, and probably being there and shaking your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do come and introduce yourself. And just, I just, you know what, I'm just thrilled and my heart feels great that my message is I'm not alone. Sometimes, you know, you feel like you're alone because I tell women so many times, you know, you can do this marriage all by yourself. And they look at me, I said, one person can change a marriage. And no, it's 50-50. And I said, as long as you keep thinking it's 50-50, you're going to be looking at the other person to put in their 50%. That's called expectations. I, said, but if I say this we... all the time, you know, because I think if you go to the core root of so much of our uh, spiritual teachings, there's only one of us here. And as we take full responsibility, everything around us changes. Yes. yes. And that's, that's, you know, and I, and I feel like with you, I connected that. I'm like, somebody else agrees with my philosophy because we're so much into a selfish world in that, you know what, I'll do for you what you're willing to do for me. If you're not willing to walk five steps, then I'm certainly not going to walk five no, steps. Then it's and in the meantime, then you've got pull. children. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't no. work that way. But if you find if you, know. you take 100% responsibility, all of a sudden, everything transforms. Everything shifts. Miracles everything. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is really a miracle because then all of a sudden as I take 100%, like when I took 100% responsibility for that rejection and, and just my husband even was suffering except that he stuck through it because he knew, you know, it wasn't my heart. 
it just, I didn't know what to do and I didn't know. And that's where I feel such compassion for, for couples and for individuals is that you want it to be different. You just don't know how. And you give the people the tools the how. To, to get to the how. So yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, Tina, this has been just a really fast and fun and informative hour. I really appreciate you taking this time because I know you're extremely busy with everything that's going on. You're so generous with your wisdom and the gifts for our listeners. And to my listeners, thank you for hanging out with us. It's always just a pleasure. I can feel your hearts and my heart is really open to you as well. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, TammyBPhD.com, spelled with an I. And I have um, a guided meditation to help you start clearing that material in your subconscious mind that's not serving you anymore more. And uh, you can also sign up for a half hour strategy session with me. So um, I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? What are your feedback? What's your feedback? Is there somebody you want me to talk to on the show? Do you want to call in? (laughs) I would absolutely love to connect with you. And Tina, thank you again. You are a blessing and just so honored, so honored to be spending this time with you and uh, our lovely producers. Thank you. And Brent Carey, you're a rock star of the highest order. So God bless you, onward and upward. Bye for now.